All right, hey, if you're tired of working from home and that's your home and you need a change of scenery, well, get this, Airbnb, they say they're looking for an adventurer. That's right. Maybe you want to move to Sicily for an entire year and you get to live there rent-free. That's right. You're going to live in this beautiful, I saw the pictures, three-story traditional home in the gorgeous Sicilian village of Sambuca. Now, there is a catch. In return for living there rent-free, you're going to have to host one of the bedrooms on Airbnb and you get to choose each one. And then you get to keep all of the Airbnb host earnings for over the course of your stay. Now, Sambuca, that village, it may be sparking a memory because it did with me. Back in 2019, they were selling houses for just one euro. That was it, just one euro. Okay, they were like totally demolished. They needed a ton of work. And so now one of these beautiful homes has been transformed. It's a great part of town. It's definitely not in the spaghettos. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Hey, listen, welcome to Tech Refresh. It's Kim Commando, of course. That's me and friends. It's your weekly fun show about everything digital. And I'm Kim Commando, of course, and joining us for this Techno Fun Fest and giving us a preview of what's to come ahead. First up, we have our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. What pearls are you going to be sharing with us? Oh, I've got a few. First, Netflix just hit a big milestone and no one is happy about it. Uh, I've also got a new game for you. We're going to play trivia. Oh, I love trivia. We're all good <laughs> at trivia. Okay, next up, our battery bad boy and our trusty news director, at commando.com, Ben Bradley, tell us what you have in store for us. A couple things. How to avoid getting scammed into paying for those free at-home COVID tests. Uh, just how useful the new Amazon Echo sound detection routines can be. And this is a personal true story. And my first experience with VR. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh, virtual reality. Ooh. Yes. And then, of course, our magnificent millennial Matthew Heffel with how he's going to make us all smarter and hipper. Right, Matt? Absolutely. I have some pretty interesting stories today. So huge upset in the gaming world, plus uh, a secret about a lost T-Rex uh, skeleton might have been solved by the internet this last week. How do you lose a T-Rex skeleton? Oh, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> I mean, we put it in the bottom drawer. We never saw it again. Hey, listen, just a quick reminder to rate, review, subscribe, and follow our podcast. And also, we're brought to you by thecurrentnewsletter.com. Tech news and tips you can use right now. It's free. You're going to love it. Sign up and join over 55,000 dedicated folks who love it. They get it twice a week, and it's exclusive links, exclusive videos you don't see anywhere else on the entire internet. That's right. You only get it in the current newsletter. So sign up right now over at thecurrentnewsletter.com. We're going to start with the news. These are important tech developments that you need to know about. Like, for example, last week, the Justice Department arrested 11 people, all in connection with, you know this, the January 6th attacks on the Capitol. Now, one arrest is the leader of a far-right militia group called the Oath Keepers. Now, what sets this story apart, this is really something, that the evidence came from messages sent on an encryption app. We've talked about it here on the show, Signal. Mm. That's right. It's the most heavily encrypted app available. So how did they get those messages? How did they break the encryption? How is that even possible? Now, just to bring everybody up to the same page, Signal is a free app that encrypts messages sent from Android, iPhones, iPads, you name it. Uh, Big Tech has absolutely nothing to do with Signal. It's actually owned by a nonprofit, works totally off of donations. You only need a phone number to register. Now, even Signal says they cannot see the content of the messages. 
that their users send all around. So how did the government break the code? Okay, guess what? It didn't. Hmm. It can't break the code. It <laughs> was very simple. An informant received all these coded messages and then turned them all over to law enforcement. So something that all the encoding in the world just can never overcome. I mean, it's like someone was using Signal and then showing its flying colors. <laughs> that was just it. <laughs> all right. So, Ben, I got the free COVID test. I signed up, went over to COVIDtest.gov, and you can only get four tests per household. Did we all do that? Did you all do that? Yes. Yep. having some issues, but I'm working on it. I live in an apartment, so I can't really... It's, for some reason, it's having issues with the multi-housing units, so I'm trying to figure that out right now. Yeah, well, you know, there's the USPS for you yeah, once again. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so there are some scam sites, right, Ben? Yeah, so you, you know, this, this site finally went live, the real thing. You get the, the free test. We've got all the details on that at commando.com. But in a shocking development, it wasn't even 24 <laughs> hours before copycat scam sites started popping up. No. <sighs> Shocker. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Well, as you all probably probably know, at-home COVID tests have been hard to come by already. So you've had these, you know, scam emails and pop-up ads that are trying to trick people into paying, you know, just huge prices on, you know, marked-up tests or they're selling fakes. So that's that's not new. But this time the scammers are actually using URLs that are similar to this new government site, which is covidtest.gov. And so you have to watch out for these ads or emails that you get for, like one of them, covidtestgov.com. That's a fake. (laughs) And they're selling like two tests for 40 bucks or a package of, I I can't remember, for 400. But I mean, it's just, you know, for free tests. Do you know who else got in the COVID test business? hmm. Because I clicked on the ad. Now, you know, certain men might need a certain drug for certain things. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Roman got into the COVID test producing business. I'm like, okay, well, Smart. if that works, I guess we have to make sure that this works too. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got the details on those scam sites and other COVID-related uh, cons also at commando.com. But I'm going to pull a Kim here with a bonus news report. Or better yet, no, Ooh. Steve Jobs, one more thing. <laughs> This is about Apple. I don't know if you saw, but if you order directly from Apple's website, they offer education pricing on a lot of the stuff, MacBooks and iPads. Well, they've always been, it's kind of surprising because they've always kind of gone on the honor system. Like, yeah, I'm a student. Yeah, I'm a teacher. And you just, without verifying. Well, now you have to verify. (gasps) Or you can get I can't say like I'm a a student of life. (laughs) I can't say that. No. No. But you have to have, what is it, a a .edu address, or how are they doing that? Yeah, it's a, I don't know if you've heard of Unidays. It's a a site that verifies. So they work with a bunch of different retailers on, you know, student discounts. But yeah, you have to have some way to verify, Mm. often a .edu email address to basically sign up and then use that on these sites, which now includes Apple. But, you know, so many people have a .edu address. They keep it from college. You know somebody who's in college. So if you really wanted to get that discount, I'm not saying that that would be a way to do it, of course. But there's always that flexibility, I guess you'd say. All right, Allie, moving on to Netflix. Yes. Yeah, Netflix's big milestone. Of course, it is more expensive than ever. The prices just went up. And for the first time, Netflix hit 20 bucks a month. Uh, no is, way. Yeah, it? it's a 
It is. It's a lot of money when you think about it. And that is for the premium subscription. Um, there are a few different tiers. Premium, $20 now. You get 4K content you can watch on four screens. If you don't care about 4K, you could probably go with the next one down. That's the standard. You get HD, two screens. That one is up to $15.50. And then if you want the basic, that is no HD, one screen only, $9.99 a month. Now, I first of all, when I saw this story, I thought, didn't they just increase the prices? And kind of, it was October 2020, which mm. in my mind it felt like yesterday, yeah, that but yesterday. that was definitely yeah. not yesterday. <laughs> it does seem like yesterday, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, you're probably wondering why are prices growing, going up? Netflix, of course, they say, because we're paying more for content and to have more stuff made and give you more. Um, but really, it's because their users have slowed down, right? Everybody already has it, so they're not going to have the same explosive growth, so they have to make more money somehow. So all the prices up 10%. Um, I thought this was really interesting. The Verge did a little comparison of prices over the years and kind of tracked it from 2013 to present. For that premium uh, subscription, the price has gone up 66% since 2013. So it used to Wait, be really, yeah, Gosh, that's used to be crazy. a beat. It was 11.99 a month. Now we're up to 20 bucks. Um, of course, people are upset about it, annoyed about it. Uh, there was one tweet. I will skip the part that has the F word in it, but basically, someone said like. They're just going to keep pushing it every year. And where's the <laughs> threshold when it hits $25? Is that when we all say, no, I don't want to pay for this anymore? Mm. So I, I think that'll be really interesting to see how high are these subscription services going to get to where consumers, us, say, I can't do it anymore. I can't pay for all these. You know, I'm listening to you, Allie, and I, I started to feel badly. And I, I know that was not your intention, but I know I shouldn't take it personally, but you know, you're talking about Netflix. I mean, let's face it. There's a lot on Netflix, but there's a lot of trash on Netflix. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, over at getkim.com, we're like a dollar a week. <laughs> That's it. Just like a dollar a week. Maybe we need to do what, what Netflix did. Maybe we need to raise our prices, right? Let's raise our prices from like four <laughs> or five bucks a month. Let's raise it to like... $17.50. What do you think as a marketing <laughs> strategy? I mean, then we would have more people join the commando community. Uh, apparently, that's how it works. So, sure, we'll get on that tomorrow. <laughs> but when you start thinking about it, you know, COVID is really like a Netflix series. I mean, you know, when you think it's over, another season gets released. Mm. It's like another <laughs> variant. Okay, so Matt, you're talking about something else that starts with an M, the mighty Microsoft? Right, so Microsoft just disrupted the entire video game world by buying some of the two biggest creators, which is Activision and Blizzard, and they make some enormous games. So any World uh, Worldcraft games um, and all of the Call of Duty games are now owned by Microsoft, which is bad news for Sony because some of Sony's best-selling games for the PlayStation has been the Call of Duty games. So this could spell oh. some big issues and a fight between Microsoft and Sony in the coming years. How much did they spend on it? Do you know? Um, I it was it was in the billions. It was tens of billions. So a lot of money, a gratuitous a amount of money, which, which is you know more than you know. I'm just saying the commando community. <laughs> just you know, I'm sorry. I, I know I like to always make it about me, but um, but you know what's interesting is that Microsoft in, is like Apple and Google in many regards. So they're working on software for self-driving cars. I mean, everybody needs to get in the self-driving car marketplace now. But they say that they really, truly want to compete with Tesla. I mean, I started thinking about this. I can't wait until my Microsoft car just suddenly stops in the middle of the highway and then 
reboots to install some updates. I mean, <laughs> wow. Talk about fun times for all of us. And hey, speaking of fun, stay right where you are, because coming up in just a few seconds, we have some insider secrets and tips that you do not ever want to miss. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And we'd love to hear from you. We have a special email address for you to send us notes and love notes and and maybe a critique. You want to send an email to podcast at commando.com. Once again, that's podcast at commando.com. And speaking of letting your voice be heard, I was looking at the reviews on Apple for Tech Refresh. And I will tell you, there's only a handful of reviews. So if you love Tech Refresh, and I know you do, or else you wouldn't be listening, Make sure that you head over to wherever you get your podcasts and give us a nice five-star review and say a few kind words. And Matt, I sent you one that mentioned you specifically that said, Aww. what a nice addition to Tech Refresh. <laughs> thank you. Thank we you. love to hear those. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some tips, some insider secrets that will make you sound smarter on Zoom calls, as I like to say, or these tech party tricks. Because it's not like this stuff comes with a manual that you actually read. So I'm sure this has happened to you because it has happened to me. Have you ever tried to explain to someone else where you're located? Say, at a park. Maybe you're at an event. You're at a party. And you're like, go to the third food truck and make a left. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll be the one who's wearing the black sweater. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people in black sweaters. But I'm the one with the blonde hair in the black sweater. Okay. A better way is to use your phone. And you're going to text the person your precise location along with a map. And thank goodness we no longer have to rely on those paper maps anymore or our phone's GPS, right? That didn't actually work. But now it does work, the GPS. And the same technology can be used to send a map to someone showing your precise location. So here's how to do it on Android. If you're using Google Maps, which you probably are, you set your current location. You're just going to press your finger down just a little bit on the screen where you're located on the map. And then, bingo, bango, the address pops up and then tap share and messages. Now, I will tell you, you can do the same thing on your iPhone, Google Maps, but it is a total hassle. I mean, I've even tried it myself. It's like, you got to hit the button, touch the thing, then go up to the profile picture. I mean, it's just mm. a bit of a nightmare. So what you want to do is just on your iPhone, open a text message, Tap the profile photo of the person who you want to meet up, and then you tap send my current location. Oh, and there you are. Either way, they're going to find you. You know, I met the man who invented the whole part of the map that explains what each symbol means on a paper map. Oh, my gosh. I was so excited to meet a legend. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> you know what? I was too when I was writing it, just to let you know. All right, Ben. So you're going to set up the echo sound detection, which is actually very cool. And you have an, a side note here. It has to do with something good for your puppy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, it's one of those newish features. And again, I'm going to be using the A word a lot. So, But it's not getting a lot of fanfare. You know, you, you've had Alexa guard which is like a listen for glass breaking and uh, the sound of smoke detectors and everything else. But now they've got this whole thing in uh, public preview, um, which is called sound detection. So it can listen and alert you to other sounds like beeping appliances and, you know, crying baby. It can also listen for barking dogs. And this is important because in my house we have dogs who have this 
knack for getting themselves locked in the media room upstairs. <laughs> they push the door and it kind of closes, and then trying to get out, they push it closed. Oh, that includes our six-month-old yellow lab named Daphne. And uh, she's still in that chewing phase, mm. and I've got <laughs> memorabilia. Anyway, so I don't like this. but So I set up this sound detection Alexa routine. It's pretty easy. You go to the Alexa app, you tap more and hit routines, and you hit the plus sign to create a new one. And you you name it and all that. And then you tap the plus sign for when this happens. Then you can pick sound detection. It shows up in the app now. And it shows up as public preview. So it's kind of like a beta. But uh, you tap dog barking. You choose which device you want listening. So I picked the one, you know, the echo that is in that room. And then the times of day. So like for us, it's going to be 8 to 5 while we're in our respective offices. And so anyway, then you can set for what happens next and you know, the easiest thing is just to have it send a push notification to your phone if it hears a dog barking <laughs> in that room during that time of day. And there you have it. Once you save it, you've got this custom routine. I'm going to say it works okay, and it's not so much the the hardware or software, but the dog doesn't always bark, and there's no <laughs> way to set it. You know, there's Chilling? no option for violently scratching at door. You know, there's, <laughs> so maybe a future update for that one, but. You know, that is actually really good. It really is a good feature. I mean, because I have an Alexa in the house in Santa Barbara, and the alarm was going off, and it's like I see on my phone, like, the alarm's going off, and then the alarm company's calling me, and then I'm getting alarm detections on my phone. I'm like, okay, I get it. The alarm <laughs> is going <laughs> off in Santa Barbara. All right. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, though, if you didn't have, what is Daphne, a retriever? Is that right? Yes. Oh, no, she's yeah. lab. She's, well, she's a, she's a yellow Labrador. So, oh, yeah. yellow lab. Okay. Oh, well, because, mm. you know, if she was a Dalmatian, she'd be really easy to spot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, Allie, talking about sounds, what do you have for us? You know, I have essentially the same feature, but if you don't have Alexa, that's okay. You can do sound detection on an iPhone and an Android phone as well. Again, this is relatively recent in the, you know, last couple years um, on an iPhone so the way I think about this is you can turn your phone basically into this little portable sound security system, right? You can hear things like the glass breaking, fire alarms, smoke alarms, a knock at the door, um, dogs. You can even do baby crying, which always kind of feels like, okay, mm. people, don't use your phone as your baby monitor, <laughs> but okay. Um, so on an iPhone, you're going to go into settings and then accessibility and look for sound recognition. And then you just enable it. And there's this whole big list of different categories of sounds that you can choose from. So you can turn on all the ones you want your phone to be listening for. Um, one thing I think this is really cool for is if you have someone who's hard of hearing and maybe they never hear when someone's at the door, if you set this for, you know, knocking on door or doorbell, then they'll get something to their phone and their phone will buzz and maybe they'll hear that instead or, you know, see that. And then on Android, uh, very similar. It is in the accessibility settings. Uh, you are going to go into settings, the accessibility menu, and sound notifications. There are way fewer sounds uh, that Google can detect. There's about 10. Um, still all the big ones, but a lot more nuanced with iPhone. But pretty cool feature. You know what? I'm going to check that out. That's actually something that may be handy for, like, because Barry's downstairs in the yeah. new house. And then now I can set, you know, for if somebody's at the front door and, you know, all kinds of good stuff like that. That's kind of handy. All right. So speaking of tips, if you love tips, oh my gosh, you will love our daily tech update and our digital life hack. And you get them wherever you get your podcast. You can also find them on your local radio station. 
So wherever you do get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, the list goes on and on and on. Just search for Commander with a K and make sure that you sign up for our daily tech update and our digital life hacks. And now we have a fun new game here on Tech Refresh. You know why? There's just a ton of computer and tech trivia questions out there, you know, to stump you. Like, for example, let's see if any of you know this answer. When was the first computer invented? Okay, when was the first computer invented? Bonus points if you get it, like, down to almost the year. Okay, all right, so, Allie, when, what year was the first computer invented? Uh, 1957. Mm, how about you, Ben? What do you think? Closer to 51. And Matt? Uh, I have two answers. Uh, it, because the, the, what, there was the Enigma machine breaker that they used in World War II to break the German codes. That was a computer. That, so that was like 1940. But there's also ancient computers that come from the uh, Mediterranean area, I believe Greece or someplace oh like that, um, that were small analog computers. So I'm going to say the original would be like 348 B.C., <laughs> okay, we're gonna, we're, you know what, we're gonna have to give that to you, Matt. I don't know yep. if it's true or that not, wins. but I think that wins. Uh, the answer that that is posted online in some trivia website was 1943. Was the Enigma? Hmm. You're absolutely right. Okay. Wow. Uh, okay. What was the name of the first operating system designed by Microsoft? The first operating system designed by Microsoft. Okay, Ben, you go first. DOS. DOS. Okay, Allie. DOS. I don't know. I don't know. Microsoft okay. One. I have no idea. And you, Matt? I don't know. Windows? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, you were close. You're all close. It was MS-DOS. Uh, Microsoft oh, yeah. Disk Operating System. Okay. And okay. <clears throat> what's the first time someone used a tablet that actually worked with the cloud? Okay, I'll tell you who it was. It was Moses. That's right. <laughs> and so this is now part of the show. We're talking about trivia. And Allie, take it away. Before I get to the question, I am going to give you a little story and tell you why this is the trivia question. Now, here is a grim thought I have had many times. So we know these social media accounts, usually it's Instagram, where it's an animal with millions of followers. You know that these accounts are raking yeah. in so much money. And my grim thought is, what happens when the animal dies? Yeah. Um, like, what, the account just goes away, they stop using it? Well, Grumpy uh, Cat died recently. Mm. Didn't Grumpy Cat die yeah. like, a couple months ago or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Well, one answer is cloning. Cloning the animal. Um, you might remember this. A few years ago, Barbara Streisand was in the news because she had her beloved dog who died cloned. Uh, it was a company called Viagen, and... They create an embryo, put it in a surrogate dog mom, and then you get these clones of your animal. Mm. Now, this is in the news now because Instagrammers who have these accounts with all of these followers, when the animal dies, they're cloning them. Uh, there's one woman, a photographer, she had an account called Wander with Willow. She has a, a wolf-dog hybrid. Um, Willow died, but now the account is full of pictures of Willow's clone uh, named Phoenix. So. I'm not going to ask you as a trivia question how much this costs. I will just tell you, $50,000 to clone wow. a dog. And you don't just get the one, you get the whole litter. So she got Phoenix, but then also the other clones who were in the same litter, and she gave them away to her friends. Now, um, the first ever clone dog, I'm not going to ask you that either, was a dog named Snuppy. 
which I think is pretty hilarious, like Snoopy, but a little different, right? Uh, born in 2005. But I am going to ask, okay, put on your thinking cap, put on your lab coat. The methods that these companies use to clone animals has changed over the years, but now there's kind of the one way that they, at least via Gen, clones these $50,000, you know, litters of dogs. So do they use red blood cells, bone marrow, skin cells, or stem cells? Oh, this is a tough one. Hmm. Okay. It sure is. All right. Um, what do you think, Matt? I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with bone marrow. Um, I bet you it used to be stem cells, but I feel like they've had more updated technology. I'm not sure if you can make a clone from a skin cell, because I mean oh that'd man, that, and that'd be terrifying for the world. Uh so I'm gonna go with bone marrow. <laughs> <laughs> bone marrow. What do you think, Ben? The safest answer. I think I'm going with bone marrow too. So you've got you've got three people for bone marrow. So either we are all incredibly intelligent or we're just stupid. So uh, what's the answer, Al? It's not bone marrow. Oh. You're not stupid though. Oh. You're not stupid. You you made some good points. It for some of them it used to be stem cells, Matt. You got that right. But they actually use skin cells. That's they all they really? need to clone an animal is just their skin cells. There's actually a story about wow. a woman who had her famous Instagram cat, his name is Chai, or was Chai. Um, Chai died, and so she had it cloned. Well, she realized kind of after the fact, and Chai was in the freezer at the vet, and they mm. said, you know, you can pay for it. We'll try. We're not sure we can do it because she's been frozen, but it worked, and now she has a, a clone of Chai. I feel like this is going to end up in some really bad situation in a while, in a while so... Yeah, it's a little spooky, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially like if they start like inbreeding and, yeah. you know, I mean, it's like, you know, you ever hear like the guy who like was a sperm donor for like 10,000 kids, you know, Yeah. and what if they meet each other and they don't know mm. that they're related? Mm -mm. It's, <laughs> you know, on a completely another note, <laughs> I learned today this little fun fact that I learned that three of the guys who performed on Rosanna and Africa also played in Dust in the Wind, you know, those songs. Mm. And the journalists were asking them, like, why they joined the new band, and they said, Toto, we aren't in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay right where you are, because I heard you laugh, and coming up, Matt's going to tell us about what's going on on the internet that we need to know about. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh, it's your weekly fun podcast about everything digital. And just a quick reminder to rate, review, subscribe, and follow our podcast, as well as sign up for The Current Newsletter. Head over to thecurrentnewsletter.com, or you can go to getthecurrent.com. Tech news and tips you can use right now. We had to change the website because some guy keeps writing me saying, it's not the, it's not the, it's, I'm like, whatever. So now you go to getthecurrent.com. All right, so Matt, what is the web talking about? You are a dedicated internet scout. Yeah, uh, there's some interesting things this week. So the first thing that I came across was just on TikTok, and it made me laugh so much that I had to tell you guys about it. So if you've ever been downtown, you'll see that kids or teenagers or adults will put stickers on stop signs or parking signs or what have you, street signs all throughout the city. Um, and now they're starting to put QR code stickers all over things. And people are, are finding that they're more of a prank than you may think. And if you walk up to some of these QR codes and you scan it, you'll get rickrolled. And if you don't know what that is, uh, that means it'll start going, never going to give you up, never going to let you down. So every time you'll scan one of those QR codes, you'll get rickrolled. 
<laughs> you know, that's you know that's really funny. I'd be surprised that there you aren't playing the new Rick Ansley board game. I don't know if you heard about that. The instructions just say, "You know the rules, and so do I." <laughs> oh, I know that was a struggle. Yeah. It was a struggle. Okay, all right. Second on your list, um, I don't know how these two got together: Harry Potter and Weird Al. Right. So a new Roku show will be coming out in 2022, and it's going to be a biopic of Weird Al's life. And the person that will be playing Weird Al will be Daniel Radcliffe, known as Harry Potter for all those movies. <laughs> Um, I saw this just the other day, and, and I got super excited because if you don't know this about me, I'm a huge Weird Al fan. Um, and and so when I saw this, I was like, well, that's insane. I wonder what the internet thinks. I immediately go on Twitter. The internet's very uh, happy about it. They're really excited about it. The The most interesting thing about it that I read was that it won't just be a funny, haha, goofy, Weird Al kind of thing. There's going to be, like, drama involved, and it's going to be, like, a true telling of, like, the gritty late 80s and Weird Al's life, and I can't even imagine <laughs> a gritty Weird Al oh. biopic. <laughs> you know, I'm not seeing that in my viewing future, or future, rather. I mean, I'm just just not, not into that. But, you know, I guess a lot of people are. Hey. Okay, so uh, the largest T-Rex skeleton. Now, you teased this. The internet found it? What was going on with that? Back in 2020, in October of 2020, uh, the largest complete skeleton of a T-Rex named Stan was sold at auction for $32 million to a mysterious buyer. And no one knew where it was, and scientists and all the archaeologists were really worried that it wouldn't end up in a museum. It'd end up at some really rich person's living room as a table or what have you. Um, and so <laughs> this past week, there were some interesting updates. While watching Monday Night Football with the Manning brothers, Peyton and Eli Manning, they have their own Monday Night Football show, they were interviewing celebrities about the game. And in the back of one of those shots, there turns up the skull of that of that T-Rex. <laughs> no way. You're kidding. It, That's crazy. It was standing behind Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> now, upon further sleuthing, it has been determined that that is not the original skull. It is a replica. <gasps> but oh. for a few days, the internet was sure that Dwayne The Rock Johnson just had this gigantic T-Rex skeleton behind him in his office. But <laughs> oh. I mean, how, what did they expect? I mean, T-Rex, he could never fly. I mean, you know, he was a dinosaur. <laughs> Oh, womp womp. All right. So, Allie, take us to a whole new level. Tell us some new things that we can learn at commando.com and what's trending. If you have an iPhone, get to the website because we have seven hidden iPhone features you wish you'd been using. And this is a good list. This isn't you're going to look through and it's like use messages. This is actually some really cool hidden features that you should check out. Um, we've got some news about IRS stimulus payments. So if you never got your third stimulus payment... Uh, you can find out why and maybe if it is still coming. Um, ben mentioned these COVID scams earlier, and here's another one. There's a COVID app. Uh, it is supposed to be an Omicron counter to help you see how many mm. cases are around you. Uh, spoiler alert, it is malware and spreading malware. Yeah. So go to the website and we'll show you what to look for, what it's called, all that good stuff. Um, and one more in COVID land, how to tell if you bought a fake COVID test or if you are going to. So make sure that you are being careful with those. There would be nothing worse than, you know, getting a test, taking it, saying, wow, I'm, I'm negative. And then no, Turns you're out. not. And you're, you're just not. going around spreading it. 
You get the scratchy throat. Your nose is all congested. Your head yeah. feels like it's going to explode, which, you know, I did. I felt all that last week. Yeah. But I'll tell you, last Friday, I was bad. Okay. It was, I was not having a good day. Uh, Saturday was better. Uh, Sunday, I got up and went for an eight-mile run. So, okay. It, it was like, okay, I guess I'm all right. <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of all things digital, just a quick reminder that if you're ghosting us, and what that means, Matthew, is... Uh, it means not responding to us on social media. <laughs> that is it, okay? And that means that you are just looking at our stuff on social media. You're not following us, and you're not commenting. And so wherever you are online, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, you name it, just go to whatever the domain is, slash Kim Commando. So just real quick... A refresher, think of it as a tip, Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. And then Allie, we would be on Facebook. Where would it be on Facebook, Al? Facebook.com slash Kim Commando. And how about you, Ben? Where on Twitter? Uh, that'd be <laughs> Twitter.com slash Kim Commando. All right. So, Matt, this is, I know, this might be hard for you, but where would you go to follow us on LinkedIn? Think about this. Okay. Think about it. All right, it. hold on. I think it's linkedin.com slash banana. No, Kim Commando. Got it. There it is. <laughs> yes. Yes. See, that's right. That's why you are listening to us because we are just the brightest of the bunch of bananas ever as we talk about all <laughs> things technical. So stay right where you are because Ben is going to be giving us his nerdy insights into his first week with virtual reality. <gasps> Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh, your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And just a quick reminder, make sure that you rate, review, you tell all your friends about Tech Refresh, because after all, where else are you going to get us, right? All together as a group, week after week, fun times after fun times. And now Ben likes to try everything out new. And so for Christmas, you got a VR headset? Actually, for my birthday. Last week. Oh, last week. Okay, happy birthday. Uh, I guess, you. does that mean, were you just hitting us up for a gift? I mean, was that yeah. just the whole thing yeah. you were That's just saying? That's why I also like, had birthdays in October <laughs> and August and <laughs> April. So. Got it. Yeah. All right. Okay, so you got it for Christmas, or got it for your birthday, rather. And what exactly did you get? Yeah, I got, uh, you know, the whole VR thing, I wasn't even sure if it was ever going to really interest me. You know, convincing reason that I would ever spend money on it you know, the hardware, the apps, the motivation to use it. But, you know, my, my two sons have had uh, VR headsets for the last couple of years. I tried it once or twice. It was okay. But, you know, I've been seeing all these options from like, you know, like workout, uh, like Supernatural, where they've got all these guided workouts. And, you know, Lightboxer has this whole thing starting. I was like, okay, maybe this is something in that regard that will keep me motivated. So, anyway, my wife, on my birthday, surprised me with uh, Oculus Quest 2. Mm -hmm. And my sons each got me some accessories, like the the special headband or the the uh, the headgear attachment that adds an extra battery. And uh, my other son <laughs> bought some games for me, so oh, that was nice. Yeah, I just got this whole thing. Yeah, and uh, you know, setting it up took a few minutes. I mean, the whole you have to you know get everything. You have to adjust the the lenses to make sure they're separated based on your eyes. Set up this whole you know, zone around you uh, so you don't basically fall and trip or anything. The safety I zone. Tell you, yeah. <laughs> the first thing I tried, and I know it's a couple years old, but it lived up to the hype, Beat Saber. Oh. 
Oh, it's true. so hard. Are you out there like, <laughs> not not if you do it on YouTube. Oh well, <laughs> then you look really. Well, I imagine you look really cool doing did it. Did anybody did anybody video you doing this? That would be no. so funny. And to put we it to that. like, yeah, and to put it like to like some some really bad dance music. Unks unks unks. Yes, exactly. There, there's really some bad music on that on that game. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing like the campaign, you just have to go with whatever. But. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll tell you though, one of the things that I ordered a few days ago, weighted gloves, like Ooh. you know, just like little adds like a pound or two to each hand, so it actually makes like Beat Saber, like you know, oh, you're actually oh. yeah exerting some effort yeah. and oh, uh, nice. as you're slicing these blocks. So that uh, that probably even looks cooler on video, but super cool. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll hold my judgment for that. So uh, going to try out Lightboxer though, that they're kicking mm-hmm. that off pretty soon. And I'm going to be doing an actual review on that uh, over the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. So moving from Beat Saber to Lightboxer, they're going to be rolling out this whole subscription-based uh, training uh, sessions, VR sessions that I think in March, well, I'm going to be trying that sooner than that and actually reviewing it uh, for the site, you know, next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Now, the thing I didn't really care for about VR is I tried this first-person shooter game with the boys and this is where you stand in one place, you can look around, but you use, um, you know, the, the joystick controller to actually move through rooms and upstairs. And I don't know if you've ever tried that VR moving like side to side. It's kind of unnatural. It's unsettling. And I mean, doing that for like 15 minutes, I almost got a little motion mm-hmm. sick. Oh, you just know, feel I've like heard you're that like, a lot. I've heard that, that people are getting like, they get a little bit of vertigo when they're in the game. I hear you get used to it. The boys assure me that that's the case. But yeah, that was the only... When you're standing still, that's one thing. But when you feel like you're moving, it was another. But uh, one thing I haven't tried yet, but it's on my list, 25 bucks, though. Unplugged air guitar. It's like oh. Guitar Hero or Rock Band, but it's just straight up, yeah, VR. So that sounds I fun. hear good things. I'm going to be trying that out. But, you know, uh, I still want a video. I mean, I still want a video. Me too. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you have to have somebody take a video of you doing like the air guitar. You're like, you know, you got the glasses on. <laughs> you know, and in your mind, you know, all the girls are like going like, oh, Ben, oh, Ben, oh. Right? He's, and then the guys are. are going like, yeah, he's my man. He could do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, you look, I want to see, okay, all that's going on in your head, but the rest of us are going, <laughs> It's actually Sunday morning and he's in his pajamas. <laughs> I'm going to set the smart lights to strobe and everything. So. Oh my gosh. Ben, I want to ask real quick, Lightboxer, I assume that that's kickboxing or boxing. It's actually boxing. Yeah. Boxing, okay. Yeah, uh, the they, they have these that... standalone machines and now oh. they're doing this whole VR thing. Mm. Okay. So. The one thing that I can't get past mentally with the workout games is you've got this big thing on your head and you're sweating in there. And mm. aren't you like sweating in the... One of the things the boys got me is this like protective cover for the lens part that pops out. Okay. It wipes down. And I spent like 12 bucks on Amazon for a five pack of headbands. <laughs> or, you know, or what? You know, maybe Ben, you're like Prince Andrew and you just don't sweat. I mean... <laughs> Ooh. How long? Ooh. Deep cut. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Sorry about that. And so, how much? How much was the VR headset? And what brand did they get you? It's the Oculus. So, oh, okay. Meta. Right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you nice. talk about the whole metaverse. That's something I'm not even. I, I don't, I'm not even thinking about the the metaverse, but you know, anything like that. You know, living and working in in VR. But uh, uh, yeah, it's the uh, the one that was the 256 gig. So. Uh, 
they come in three and four hundred dollars, and that's that was the higher end because of the bigger hard drive. Well, I got I got the smaller version for Barry, so he hasn't had a chance to unpack it because we've been a little busy. Mm. We, you know, mm. moving, and he's got COVID and you know, all that other stuff that was you know in the way. So I'm going to tell him <laughs> that he needs to try it out now. And so I will take a video of him. Okay, doing air guitar. Yes, doing air guitar. Yes, and we're going to compare <laughs> technique. Now, we did talk about this on the show last week, which I thought was really fascinating. That, you know, true story, uh, I think it's in Finland where the farmers, or Sweden rather, where the farmers are actually putting VR goggles on the cows and they're bringing them inside. And the whole idea is that the cows are going to be, you know, inside, but they think they're outside. And the cows think that they're outside. They produce, get it, more milk Mm. and they're happier cows. So here, the VR just happens to be mood <laughs> enhancing. <laughs> oh, okay. That and was that, actually pretty good. All right, thank you. And on that happy note, thanks for joining us for Tech Refresh. And just a quick reminder, we always want you to rate, review, subscribe, and follow our podcast. Allie, Ben, and Matt, you did a phenomenal job as ever. And we'll see you here next week.